As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Inspire Change, a new inspirational and motivational broadcast that strives to empower men in a positive way, designed to educate, empower, and inspire even the busiest individual on the go over that first cup of coffee. Please join me in welcoming Gunter Swoboda, international psychologist, author, speaker, and producer. Welcome everybody to another episode of Inspire Change. So this is again a bit of a monologue and I thought I'd start off a little bit differently because um, I'm sort of curious in a way about how everyone's life's been going. I don't think that anyone would disagree with the fact that 2020 has been probably one of the most challenging years in recent history, certainly the 21st century. So that by definition in of itself would have had an enormous amount of impact on us individually, on our families, on our community, on our society, our culture. And as I said, you know, part of this podcast is about inspiring change, especially in us as men, because we need to deconstruct an ideology that's been essentially toxic and One way of doing that is to really self-examine, self-reflect and commit ourselves to a different level of aspiration. And as I spoke about in the last podcast, that it's about self and the game of life. And in that game, we have situations and systems that we can use to make this a better place or a place that is essentially going to leave us emotionally, ethically destitute. Now, I'm sure no one wants that, but in our own way, we might be heading towards that. So in this particular podcast, I want to focus on picking up with what I talked about in the last podcast, which is about character and purpose. So let me come into, so how do we build character? And, you know, immediately a lot of people, I can hear them in the background going, well, you know, that's sort of what happens at school, you know, academically. Um, You know, the school has values. And my argument is that it starts before we get to school. 
it really starts at the point of conception, perhaps even prior to that, because I, as an emerging parent, whether I'm a mother or a father, need to be very clear about what is my character, who am I, uh, what's, what's important there. And as I've talked about, it's, a re- it's really about my, my values, it's about my beliefs, my attitudes, and the internal dialogue that I have that regulates my emotional arc and my expressions emotionally but also behaviourally. So the Greeks were good at this, as I said before. So what are the foundations fundamentally of character? And the Greeks talk about it in three sort of concepts. First one is good intentions. So this is essentially about my vision or purpose to which I act at all times. So it's my guiding light. The second feature in character is about morality. And this is fundamentally my values, beliefs and attitudes and my courage to act accordingly. It also allows me the experience to move into flow, to stop struggling against the universe, but to really get into alignment with it. Now, the third feature is sound reasoning and relevant experience or expertise. And unfortunately, currently, we are plagued fundamentally by people who tell us that they have the relevant expertise or experience and that they're of sound reason. But in fact, closer examination shows that they lack exactly what they're suggesting that they have. And I've already done a podcast on critical thinking. And this is where, in the age of social media and the whole idea of opinion versus fact becomes a critically important element in our capacity to live together. Currently, the United States is experiencing a highly divided state of affairs. And it's been led by someone who thrives on that level of despair and angst and anxiety And so the question comes up about character. Now, I'm not going to get into that any further. I'm just going to let you think that through, through what I'm sharing with you. Now, I'm often talking about building character. And as I said, it starts off from generation to generation. It's called culture. When I'm in an organisation, one of the things that I look at is the leadership and the culture. And in leadership, I talk about the capacity to form strong relationships, to communicate effectively, and to have people buy into the vision that I bring to it. Now, having good character means that I'm going to have a vision and a purpose that has good intention, that is not exploitive, it's not destructive, it's not toxic. So that's an important aspect. 
So character, or as the Greeks called it, ethos, is a process that requires work, it requires reflection, and it requires a capacity to adapt as well as stay resilient. To stay in good character requires courage as much as it requires emotional vulnerability. Now, some time ago, a few years ago, in fact, I ran across a TED Talk by a guy called Tim Tamashiro. At least I think that's how it's pronounced in Japanese. Forgive my, my mispronunciation if that's not the case. And he talked to, well, he introduced me to a really important idea, which is called Ikigai, life's purpose. And he says this word is really like a treasure map. And this treasure map can help you find your way to finding wonderful things about yourself that you can share with the world. And the world will say thank you for it. Now, one of the things that I find in my practice all the time is working with men as well as young men, older men, old men who struggle with feeling that they have a purpose or that their life has meaning. And many of them are wrapped in anxiety and existential angst because you know, what does it all mean? You know, do we become nihilistic and goes, well, it doesn't mean anything. There is no purpose. You just exist. Now, to me, that's a really stark and uninspiring place to be. It really lacks spirit. It lacks soul. So Ikigai takes it to another level. It says your life actually has purpose. Now, the question is, how do I achieve that? Now, Tim's quite an amusing character, and he basically says, it takes work. And I tend to agree with him. Um, Any form of change will require work, and it will be, to some degree, stressful. So I'm going to leave it to you to explore the whole notion of Ikigai further through your own research on the internet, but I've taken out a few of the key concepts that I'm going to focus on, you know, in in this podcast, just to get it, you know, like it's a starter. It's an entree to the main banquet. So he describes the way to achieve ikigai is to define what you love and to do what you're good at to do what the world needs and to do what you can be rewarded for. So if I take myself as as an example, um, I love to work with people, individuals, groups. I'm hoping that I'm going to reach a broader platform of people who are going to be interested in my work and the way that I think about things. And I tend to think that with the feedback that I've had, and being somewhat humble about it, I'm good at what I do. Now, I chose to be a psychologist, a therapist, because I felt that that was what 
the world needed, in a sense, more of us. More, We needed to be able to go out there and influence people to be able to live a better life, a more fulfilling life, a more meaningful life. Being young and idealistic, I thought that at some point or another we might, as a culture, as a society, evolve to a place where we might actually make our profession sort of redundant. It was a pretty ignorant way of thinking about it in hindsight. Um, I don't know why I came up with that, but it sort of seemed to be uh, something that I thought about at some point. Should have knocked myself around a little bit on that one because history should have taught me and I should have paid attention to history that we go through cycles and that we go through the light and through the dark phases. And in Indian mythology, they talk about the age of darkness and that we come out of that into the light and then back again. So hopefully we're not going to do this too often because at the moment we're actually killing the planet doing this. So what's my ikigai? My ikigai is to help people live more fully and more meaningfully. Now, I want to challenge you. Work with what I've been talking about to see whether you can define your sense of life's purpose more clearly, more meaningfully. Now, a couple of things to think about in this, and please do your own research too. I need to point out what ikigai is not. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got to monetize it or that it's completely related to work. Similarly, it doesn't mean to be a massive, overwhelming life purpose. It could be something really simple. And you can also have more than one ikigai. And I think that that is a really important idea. So why why am I talking about this at a point in time where, you know, people are sort of struggling just on an emotional basis, trying to deal with lockdowns, lockouts, travel bans, the fear of infection of a pandemic, uh, the fear of losing jobs and so on. And the reason for it is because we're going to come through this. As much as we come through political trends, ideologies, um, we might go in circles, but we do come through it. It's a bit like the seasons. We have spring, summer, autumn, winter, and then we start again. Now, hopefully, from each time, we're going to have learnt something more. And part of that is about implementing self-reflection. Ikigai is part of that reflection. And it doesn't need to be, you know, pedantically structured. As long as you define your sense of purpose, your sense of mission... Your, you know, what is it that you want to have as a legacy? What do you want ultimately left behind? Now I'd like to think that whoever I've worked with and whoever has come across my 
life leaves feeling a little bit challenged, a little bit more thoughtful, um, and a little bit better for it. Now, I can't control all of that. I wish I could. I wish I had a magic wand that I could wave over the planet, in a sense, and all those issues would be resolved, but I don't. And there is no real imagined sense of magic. There is magic, but it's based on our beliefs, attitudes, our values, and putting those into actions. Human beings are capable of doing some astonishing and extraordinary things. But it's always going to require work. It's always going to require effort, sweat, blood, and tears. And there is no easy path to success. As I've said before, success is the culmination of a series of failures. So you'd better get used to failing. You'd better get used to the pain. And then out of that emerges the light that you can live in. And so at this point in time, as we're heading towards the close of 2020, I want to keep tapping into this theme about where, where to, where to next while still being mindful. I need to be present in the moment to live more fully, but I also need to bring something to myself in my relationship to myself, to others, to the community, the culture. What are we really doing? In philosophy, there's a really simple term for what we've all, in a way, been going through and have been forced to go through in some respect or another, and that is that we've gone and are going through an existential crisis. Now, unfortunately, the context that we're in also means that we're emotionally, essentially fatigued. The two don't go well hand in hand. We need to come out of that. We need to get uh, into understanding where can I draw more resources. I need to draw them from within. They are not going to come from the outside world because the outside world at the moment has departed from what we're used to. So I need to adapt. And the first place to foster that adaptation is through my purpose and through my character and the relationships that I have in my community. Now, it doesn't mean you need to be a politician or that you need to run for office, but it's taking care of that little corner of the world that you're in and making sure that in it is empathy, compassion, tolerance. And according to the values in Good Men Great is that we're inclusive, that we are respectful, that we're distributive, and that we're cooperative. And that now becomes our benchmark, our navigational beacon so please until next time happy reflection it's not easy it's going to take some sweat but I want to invite you to do it thank you for listening to Inspire Change with Gunter Gunter Swoboda does individual and group coaching for men looking to grow for more information on this and the global making good men great movement check out goodmengreat.com to get into contact. If you have a topic for the show or would like to be a guest on the air, 
please email producers at Miranda at Nortainment.com. That's Miranda, M-I-R-A-N-D-A, at Nortainment, N-O-I-R-T-A-I-N-M-E-N-T.com. Thank you, and always keep inspiring change. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.